1: In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. As that big voice guy said, he is Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We are here to give you all the musings of what's going on at the owners' meetings, what's going on with the Browns, and what's going on with the NFL. Daryl, um... Let's just start with one really quick contract update for the Browns, and then let's get into the good stuff. So uh, what's the latest on the contract front?
0: Uh, Anthony Walker officially signed on Wednesday, so that was done. We knew that a week ago. He agreed to terms, but officially Penn's been put to paper, and so he is back for a third straight year on a one-year contract.
1: Will he wear number zero now or four?
0: I think that they're going to have to fight over it because there's like a couple <laughs> of guys that are like all about. They want to be the big goose egg for for the Browns. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see who ultimately ends up with the zero. Like um, I know it was Greg Newsom I saw on. Twitter. I know who should get
1: zero. We got a defensive lineman now whose nickname should be Double O. Give that guy Double O. No,
0: his nickname is now. He's going to wear seven. He's Double O Seven.
1: Oh, good. Okay, even better. O Seven or Seven. You have to wear seven.
0: Double 007. Well, he's gonna wear seven, but you yeah, know what I, mean. I like now, it. Now like that Jacoby it. Brissett's not here, seven's available.
1: That's true. Good point. All right. Well said. Well but said. But
0: he, po- he posted on Instagram. He's 007.
1: It's gonna be weird seeing a defensive a defensive lineman wearing the number seven. Wearing number it? seven. Yeah.
0: But here's the here's the funny thing. So we coined that. Yes. Prior. Correct. To him, going on social media. And his media. name was what? Obanaya Okoronkwo.
1: That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I can we go three minutes talking about a guy without saying his name? Because it's so hard to say. Not for me. Oba.
0: I've been practicing.
1: It's going to be double O for me.
0: I, ju- I just can't say it real fast. That's the problem. Oh, We'll be talking about anytime
1: time you in the pregame show. We're talking about double O. I'm telling you. O. O7. 007.
0: 007. Yes. Bond. James Bond. Uh, Shaken. Not stirred. All right.
1: Let's come back. Let's come back to some of the things that are happening with numbers and things that happened at the owner's meeting. We'll do that in a minute. I want to get to the hot topic right now because the stadium issue came back up. And, you know, if you read a couple stories that were out there, it sounds like the Browns are committed to putting a billion dollars into revamping the stadium they have right now. And then I I wonder and we're questioning because Jeff and I were talking about this on our show. If you're going to put a billion dollars into the stadium to put lipstick on a pig, which is what it feels like they're going to be doing. I I don't know what they're going to do, but – I just I can think of a million things to do with a billion dollars other than renovating what they have right now. Again, it's not my money. I'm not going to tell people what to do. But when I think about how much it might cost them to move a freeway and wonder about the benefits of that and then start wondering about the other things that maybe they would be better off with a stadium in a different location, maybe they would be better off developing the lakefront without a stadium, things that were said by the Browns about lakefront development, just give me the skinny on what you know and where we're really going with this.
0: Yeah, they, they're they really pushing this lakefront development thing that's been going on for, I guess, the last half century. Nothing's been done. Um, got a Rock Hall Science Center, And by the way, it's not
1: redevelopment. It's development because yeah, it's and, never really been developed. Yeah,
0: it's never been developed. So, um, And I, look, I agree with you. Honestly, I am Team Dome all the way. I think that they should build new. I don't care if it's going to cost $3.5 billion to do it the right way or not. I don't care. Cause here's 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 how I'm thinking, Andy. I'm thinking in terms of like Rocket Mortgage Field House. Right. For all of the consternation over the Cavaliers getting 70 million, by the way, $185 million renovation, and the public portion was only 70. That's a bargain. The Guardians are kicking in 150 million to the 435 including renovation plus capital improvements, because they're going to do renovations, but as they open stuff up, like you do renovation in your house, right? You open stuff up, yeah. you fix stuff while you got the walls open right. before you make everything nice and pretty. That's what the Guardians are doing. So that's why the total project cost is 435 But still, that's a bargain compared to what it's going to cost now to either renovate First Energy Stadium. And the reason it's going to cost so much money is because First Energy Stadium was not built well. It is a crappy stadium. They fast-tracked it because, well, they had to fast-track it. They had three years to tear down Municipal Stadium and replace it with what is there now. And they cut every corner imaginable to squeeze the damn thing within the $283 million budget that they had to play with. They took out the escalators from the design. They took out stairwells from the design. They took out a bunch of stuff from the design. And then at the last minute, Al Lerner, the late Browns owner who helped the team leave in the first place but still got the new team, he went ahead and said, no, we need escalators in the stadium. I'll cut the check for him." And that's why the escalators look like crap around the stadium because, well, it's not they're not architecturally built in the right way because they got taken out. So it's a terrible stadium. Uh, when you compare it to venues in the NFL around the league, it's one of the worst stadiums in the league. It, it has been surpassed. It was obsolete the day it opened its doors. So my thing is, you're going to have to spend a couple billion dollars on the lakefront as it is, okay? And if you're including the stadium in that, why not build something that can be used like Rocket Mortgage Field House but on a larger scale? Because here's what a renovation doesn't solve. Renovation does not solve the ability to use the damn field more than 15 times a year. It's natural grass, all right? They have problems as it is. Look at last year. They had a concert a week before the first preseason game. And you can't control concert dates when you can get these big concerts and stuff. But if you have a dome and it's an artificial surface, guess what? You can book whatever the hell you want. And you can use you can have a concert one day, and maybe two days later play an NFL game because I realized, you know those big stages it takes a couple days to to build and and tear that stuff down. So that is why I am so pro. Get the hell out of that building.
1: Is it going to happen though, Daryl? I don't no, think it's going to happen.
0: No, because personal little personal experience here. Right? Had to do some home renovations the last couple years. You know, I, I'm not as liquid as some other folks, and so I kind of had to cut corners to get done what I needed to get done. Mm-hmm. And that's what Cleveland's going to have to do with the stadium because they're it's it, it, we, we're not a wealthy region. Um, the Haslam's have made it very clear they're not paying for it or they're not going to pay for all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I wish they would. Like, if the Haslam's really wanted to establish their legacy, they can afford a $3 billion stadium. They can um, here's the problem, though, with that. While it's easy for me to sit here and spend their $3 billion, right. what fans would have to understand is... Oh, I know
1: what they'd have to understand. If
0: if if the Haslam's built it, then guess what? Your ticket prices are probably going to triple. Easy. Um, your, your beer
1: prices are going to triple. Y-
0: your, your concession prices are going to triple. Uh, you're going to have to pay for everything and anything, every little... They'll probably charge you for straws. And, and again, I'm not making fun of the Haslam's. I'm not criticizing the Haslam's. This is business one-on-one. They're business people. Like, yes, the Cleveland Browns, it's a, you know, it's it's a community asset, so to speak. But they own it. They run it. They're it's in it really
1: hard money. not to look at U.S. Bank Stadium and say, they paid that thing off with pull tabs. Yeah. And, and Quickly.
0: And that's why. What, three
1: years into a 30-year deal?
0: And that's why I think that if the Haslam's are smart, and we'll get into this in the next segment. Mm-hmm they need to get to work with the state legislature now not in two and three years after they propose everything but now start talking to the governor start talking to the state legislature and i'll give you my plan of how they can finance this thing using some public funds but without raising any tax
1: oh i can't wait to do that right, let's do that next on it's always game day in cleveland